Be'ezus Hashem, we continue our series on the dinim of Oino, of taking advantage unfairly in the context of business, either the customer taking advantage of the seller, an unwitting seller who is underselling his product, or more commonly, a savvy businessman who is taking a customer for a ride. Let's read together, Be'ezus Hashem, the Mishnah Memtesam at Be'ez and Bav Metzir. The amount which is considered, we discussed in the previous year, that a slight uh, disadvantage, a slight overmarking or underselling is not considered. I know. I know it has to be a discrepancy that's real, that has bite, that's meaningful, that you wouldn't sell for that amount of money. What's that amount of money? It sounds like a pretty arbitrary idea. Chazal will kevea the shir v'shtus, and Chazal speak that out by saying, Arbo kesef me'asim v'abo. Four out of twenty-four. Four out of twenty-four is one-sixth. Shtus la-mekach, a sixth of the value of the mekach. Ad mosay muter la-hachzir. And here we have to explain. Can I buy something in a store? Not bother looking at the price. I trust the seller that this is the price. I take it home. I keep the item. I might even use it. Um, let's say there's no wear and tear on the item. I keep the item indefinitely. Then two weeks later, I decide, you know, I'm not one to be taken advantage of. I'm going to go back to the store and I'm going to get my money back. Chazal understood inherently that this can't be an open-ended uh, right that you could pursue in bed. In Bezna, get your money back. There has to be some type of cutoff point. So the Mishnah says, Ad Ad Until the reasonable amount of time that it would take you to show another merchant, a tagger is another storekeeper, you bought something, and you're not sure whether the price is the real price, the authentic price, you go to check it out, which is what you should be doing really before you buy something. Check out the price down the street, and if you see that the fellow you bought it from is overpriced, you go back and you demand. Or to show to somebody at home who knows prices. How long is that? Not a very long time. Shulchan Aruch has a discussion. It's hard to put an exact finger how long would it take you to show somebody, but it's not an open-ended amount of time. Comes along, the Mishnah says, Reb Tarfin, Tarfin Belud, in the city of Lud, Reb Tarfin, who was the rov over there, Paskin, Kesef Kesef. He said that's 8 out of 24, i.e. a third, not a sixth, which would put a very big onus on the on the customer. It's a tremendous kula for the for the storekeeper. Look how the Mishnah says it. The Mishnah reports Visamchu Tagre Lud. Tagre Lud were very happy. They were sharp. They were savvy. Now they could overprice even if it's overpriced by 25, 30, as long as it's not 33%, they're still on the good side. Omalohem. But Reb Tarfin says something else that didn't work for them. 
Rav Tarfin said that the Shir Chazora is Kol Ayoyim Mutalachzer. This also sounds like not an open-ended amount of time, but Al Kaponim not a very small amount of time. Adiara Latagar or Lekroive. Om Ruloi the Tagre Lud got hit by Rav Tarfin with something that was good for them, as well as something that was not good for them. The consensus was Yaniach Lano Rav Tarfin b'Mukaymenu v'Chazul d'Vechachavim. Now, of course, Psokim from Rav are not meant to. Uh, to switch and to be able to discard at will. The mission is just reporting a, a, a dialogue that took place. And the Gemara, and why is the mission have to report this? What's the halacha? The Gemara goes into a, off into a long discussion, what's called the Sugi of Tagrilud, complicated Cheshbonis, which way would Taka have been a Kula Lutzad Echon and what would have been a Kula Lutzad Shani? Akapadim after the whole Sugis Hagamara with different variations of what exactly the Machleks of Tarf and the Chacham is. Let's read the Gemara on Dafnun Amid Beis. Omar Rova, a little bit towards the, a little bit past halfway through the Amid, towards the bottom. Omar Rova, Hilchus Mishtus Nikne Mekach. We have over here three razor sharp distinctions in the Halacha of Ainon. This is Halacha of Maisa, the way it's brought in Shulchan Aruch Simeresh Zion. If the differential in the price, the discrepancy between the real price and the price that was uh, that was paid, is less than a sixth, over there we say that's within reason, and there is no halacha over there of being able to demand money or being mavatl, getting back your money or being mavatl the mekach and getting back all your money. Pochus mishtus nikne mekach, and that's it. There's a Kenyan on the mekach, and it's a done deal. Yoiser alshtus, bitl mekach. If it's more than a sixth, then the mekach becomes bottle, meaning to say the wrong party has a right to be mevatl the sale in total. Shtus, if it's exactly a sixth, kono umachsoino. Over there, the mekach is a mekach. The amount of money that he could ask back for is the money that he was wrong. He could ask back for that 16.6% on uh, whatever whatever was overpriced or underpriced. Now, what, what, what's the nature of this? That there's three halachas with three uh, micro millimeters away from each other. So we have to understand the concept over here. Let's explain this the way the Roshanim HaMazbir is that the same way less than a sixth is considered within realm of normal, the pshat is that within a sixth, Chazal understood that that's normal discrepancy between prices. We'll see whether it's mutlachatchila, not mutlachatchila, we'll hold on to that. But al within a sixth, is considered to be not a wide enough discrepancy. What's considered a discrepancy which is meaningful? A discrepancy which is meaningful is a sixth, and then the wrong party is considered a misan al pialocha, with all the rights that Chazal understand to be the product of the love of altoinu ishes amisoy, not to take advantage of somebody else in business. That being said, if we were to force the customer, what would be the natural reflex? There's a love. Chazal understood that the Torah not only imposed that love as don't do it, but there's also a schus over here that the money can be retrieved. But think about it. Chazal, the natural recourse would be, Chazal would say that he has a right to demand the money that he overpaid 
and he should be able to get back that money. That means if you sell something for $20 and the real price is only $10, the customer should be able to come back, get his $10 that he was, Bill Shanenu gypped, that he was taking advantage of, and the Mekach is a Mekach for $10, not for $20. There's only one little problem. The Ktsitsas HaMekach, the sale wasn't for $10. The sale was for $20. There was never a meeting of minds between storekeeper and and uh, customer for for ten dollars. There's no there was no sale for ten dollars. How could it be considered that there's a legitimate? You want to say you want to protect the wrong party that he can get back his money, but then the sale is also not a sale. For the same reason that less than a sixth is within reason, more than a sixth also defines that the sale price, if the money is to be given back. Is not actually what's going on. It's a different sale. A chayfitz that you sell for ten dollars and a chayfitz that you sell for twenty dollars is a different. It's a different sale. That discrepancy of price is defined as something else in total. So the only way to be able to justify that there is a mekach, there's a certain amount of overcharging and will protect the customer, is only if it's exactly a sixth. If it's more than a sixth, the discrepancy between the price, the asking price, and between between the real price and between what was paid is so wide that's that's called the by demanding back the money. What you're really doing is saying the sale shouldn't be a sale. That's on one side. On the other side, if it's within a sixth, that discrepancy is within normal range. And then we look at it that that's part of business. Some people charge more, some people charge less, and that's bechdei mekach. That's on the other side. It's only when it's exactly a sixth. So you don't have an exaggerated discrepancy, but it is a discrepancy. That then we can look at it that even if the customer, let's say the customer is the wrong party, that demands back the money, he could get back the money and the sale is still within shooting range of the real price, that even with getting back the money, the two prices are somewhat similar. If it's only a sixth difference, exactly a sixth, then the two prices are similar enough because that sixth is that is that litmus test. Then then we can look at it that the sale is a sale for the lower price, and he can demand back his money. So there's a halach of bitl mekach, and it's very hard usually to define exactly the sixth. Let's remember, right? I'm sure most of us that are learning the sugi are scratching our heads. Who is there exactly a price to the penny for any one item? Most things have a basic discrepancy. Right? There's some people more, some people less. So you, it's, it's very hard in halacha lamaisa to get exactly a sixth. Where I know normally would be relevant is when something is so outrageously priced that it's, it's a no-brainer that it's 25, 35, 45, 55 percent uh, overpriced, that then over there is a double pasha that is a no, and then there's a schuspital mekach. How long is that schuspital mekach? Again, like we read in the Mishnah, the halach is like the chacham at sheyar letager. It's not an open-ended thing. A short amount of time, as long as he can take it to price by somebody else, and he could come back to the store and demand his money back. But he's not going to get his money back. Because if you demand his money back, the price that he's paying and the price that was made up are so far apart from each other, there's no, that's not called a mekach. A mekach, by definition, means a meeting of the minds. That's what's called in in the meeting of the minds, the agreement between the two parties before the sale is consummated, the exchange of goods for the exchange of cash, 
and so on, is called a Ktsitsa Mechach. There's no Ktsitsa Samechach when one person, uh, when when they, they made up, they're selling it for 50, and really the sale is going to go through for 25. That's not a sale. Less than a sixth, again, like we said, is within reason that it's considered a sale for that price. Exactly a sixth, that rear case, is where you'll have the unique halacha where the customer will demand back the sixth that he was overcharged. He'll walk out with the product. He can't be mevatel mekach. The mekach is a mekach, but he has a right to demand that which he overpaid. The Gemara continues, Tanya Kavose de Rovo. The two alochas of less than a sixth, more than a sixth, whether there's bitl mekach, whether there's a kinyan in the mekach. Shtus, if it's exactly a sixth, like we just said, so Rebnosin, the Brysa clearly has these three razor sharp distinctions the way we read according to Rava. Reb Yehuda Anosi just adds one point. Yad Moicher Al Yoino. The Moicher is Al Yoino. Buda Nasi has a concept over here, Chiddush, that the Moicher is always the upper hand. He's talking over here about a Moicher that was wronged. If a Lekech was wronged, so then Yad Lekech Al Yoino. He has the choice of whether he wants to be mevatel the mekach or whether he wants to get back the money with which he was wronged. This is the last halacha, that the shear of how much uh, time you have to press your case, to press your rights, is only this last point of review, who's saying, could there be a difference between the two parties is there a difference in the two parties? That, as Hashem, we'll see in the next year.